The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off. Two or more pairs polarised sunglasses. And go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady to the Shady Rays Parlay of the Day contest. We're also SGPN's Draft Week. All week long, SGPN has you covered with draft pops, mock drafts, and our live NFL draft watch party. Make sure to smash that subscribe button at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Tuesday, the 25th of April. We have a full slate of MLB games. Uh, we're going to do our best to handicap them um, for Wednesday, the 26th of April. There's about seven of these 15 games off the board. And there's all sorts of pitching shenanigans. We've got TBD pitches. We've got pitches being sent down. We've got rookies. We've got bullpen games. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a mess. But uh, the men, to untangle it, Oh, with me first up, uh, Mr. Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Good to see you, boys. Uh, funny episode yesterday. Went back and listened. You guys spent like eight minutes on the lock and dog, <laughs> and uh, hopefully we could steer away from that today. <laughs> I um, listen. I did. I never listened back because, you know, God, I don't even want to do this once, let alone listen to it a second time. Yeah. Um, and I listened back to the end bit, and I'm still not entirely sure what happened, but it did. It raveled pretty quickly, and it did make me laugh. Like uh, from what I from what I get, as soon as you made your pick, everyone straight away from you. Oh, they were like rats from a sinking ship. They were gone. They were like the Titanic. They, well, everyone was. There needed to be four fellas like playing the cello and the violin over here, just as my bets went down and everyone jumped off. It was incredible. What are you saying, Noah? All right, hi guys. I'm doing great today. But no, what happened was is uh, Malcolm goes out and gives out the Rangers money line as his lock, and it's a triple <laughs> lock. And then he goes, "I'm going to do the Rangers minus one and a half. First off, that was funny. I don't think I, we've had somebody try to do that at all during the show before. And then when he changed, it, he goes, "All right, I'm going to make my dog Noah's dog. <laughs> well, his lock is already Noah's lock too. So that's what, that's why I was dying because I, I think he did it." without even knowing, but it was just hilarious. I was that trying to compliment you there. because I'd, I'd listened to you handicap the Brewers and you did such a good job. I thought, yeah, that's that's good. But then, you, I don't know, maybe people were expecting me to make my own picks, which is kind of why we're here. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that was that was funny, and I, I had to go make a meme out of it. So, the the car driving down the highway, and then when you yes. veer off the Yeah, right, that was uh, great, exit. Noah, to be honest. Yeah. When, when the podcast ends under an hour, nope, the lock and dog. <laughs> so, and I think oh, yeah. it's only right today, Malcolm, you have to lead us off, lock and dog. Yeah, well, yeah, Moonaf. Uh, Moonaf, who's a bit of a bully uh, between me and you. He's actually in the... Uh, He's watching along on YouTube. Good evening, Moonaf. How are you? He's got a question in my outfit. Um, see what I mean? He's straight away shaming me for me. I've got my Udi on. So this is a, do, you, do you call what them an Udi? What the hell is that? It's, a, it's like a Homer Simpson would call it. What's it Homer Simpson calls it? He wears that big Hawaiian one in one episode, doesn't he? What's he called? Um, it's gigantic. It like comes down to my knees. It's um, What is it? A I don't know what it is. It's like a smock. It's like, 
it's like it looks like a robe with a hoodie but for the podcast listeners it's got soccer balls all over it so it has got big are, soccer balls on it yeah are, when you go to the london mlb game are you going to pick up a baseball one of those am i gonna what pick up a baseball hoodie I'll have to see what they've got. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want any Cubs or Cardinals. Yeah, that's a problem. But there'll probably there'll be a pop-up shop that's got, that Cubs sells. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I should get a, um, what's his name, Steel Jersey, Justin Steel. See, there we go. That's what we need to do. And the um, as the young people would say, the chat is uh, popping off uh, so far tonight. There was people waiting for us to start. They were um, they were drumming their fingers waiting for our arrival. Serial. And TV DBG, we're getting into it already. We could see them. Um, like I say, Moon, I've seen there. Riley's here. Uh, Riley Shant, where I wanted me to say his last name. So it's a little bit sexual, but there you go. Um, who else is in? David's there. David Dilly's in there. So, yeah. Um, there's a few uh, mentions of the Premier League um, because we picked some winners tonight. There's been some Premier League. Serial knows. Wolves won, Villa won. Um, so I tip both of those out. The Premier League Gambling Podcast, people, is a really good listen. Um, and so there's um, the last the last few weeks. that was good he goes it's gigantic <laughs> and it comes down to the knee yeah right. <laughs> uh, uh, yes very good moon off um jake stayed up as well jake's brother how are you doing jake yeah so it's a pitch him again tomorrow um like i say we've got bullpen days um we've got pitches who've been sent out we've got Differences of opinion on who might go. And I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games on the board. Uh, so we will do our level best. Um, we will do our level best to give you uh, to give you some picks. No day spoil today, so nothing has gone off yet we can talk about. Uh, we start tomorrow. There is plenty day spoil tomorrow. 12.35 Eastern, first pitch um, is the Texas Rangers. At the Cincinnati Reds. John Gray will go for Texas. Graham Ashcraft goes for Cincinnati. Um, minus 135 for Texas, plus 105 for the Reds. Total is set at nine and a half. We will throw this straight across to Noah. This one's a super tight one handicap. I'm not a fan of the Reds being a favorite, and I'm not seeing enough to take the Rangers with enough confidence. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye on John Gray's strikeouts. Um, if it opens low, Cincinnati has the second highest K rate against right-handed pitching this year. Gray is one and one with 374 ERA, 15 strikeouts on the year, 11 walks in 19 innings. He should go well for Texas, who's facing the 25th ranked Reds with a 659 OPS against right-handed pitching. But so far this year, Graham Ashcraft has pitched like a game breaker. He's two and zero with a 188 ERA, and strikeouts, 11 walks in 24 innings pitched. Lastly, uh, this is probably my most confident angle of the game. Runners are 25 for 30 recent cases against John Gray. So target Jonathan India or Jake Fraley in that market. I mean Reds to win the game, but I do not like it at the minus price. Correct me if I'm wrong. You see a minus price out there? Yeah, I saw minus 115 on the Reds. Did that change? Well, I've just got plus have, 105 plus, here. I have plus 115. Rangers are minus 132. So that's moved within the hour. I still see – I actually see minus 120 at points bet still, so they still haven't changed that Rangers plus 100 if you're on the Rangers side. But, yeah, it's, definitely it's now plus 115 for the Reds I'm seeing. 
on some places. So, yep. Yeah, definitely. I've got the same points as Dylan here. Um, I feel like I'm just fine to take Graham Ash after a week and I, I feel like I could find something different to do. So I have done, and I've, I've gone to first five under here um, because I like how Scott's gone along. But I don't mind Jedge and Cincinnati still don't score many runs. So as much as Texas is talking about as being the I think the second most runs per game behind the race. I think this could be a little bit of a slow burner behind two pitches I quite like. So a first five under for me, Dylan. Yeah, I got a fade aircraft here, Malcolm. Sorry. Uh, I like the Rangers here. I made him a minus 140 favorite. Uh, Rangers are just much a better team than the Reg. Ashcraft, he's a cool pitcher, but they usually don't win most of his starts. Maybe let's walk prop for him as well. He walks around, open up a lead, turn it over to the bullpen. They have the second best bullpen in the league. Uh, I like the Rangers even more now since they lost the season opener to the Reds. So I'm going to be on the Reds here, and I'll probably go on points bet. If Noah's saying I could get plus money, I'll be on them. Ash, Ashcraft doesn't have a loss this year. He's set up the Reds to win every game in all four starts so far. He's 2-0. and So I don't know if he if the Reds don't usually win his starts. I mean, that's the only time the Reds seem to be winning this year. <laughs> uh, they, oh, their bullpen doesn't win their game, so he could turn well, it over all they want. Hey, we're on the first five under <laughs> <laughs> with Malcolm. Yeah, there you and go. I'm on steel props with Gray. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, Lane has uh, joined us. Lane Elliott, good evening, sir. How are you doing? Uh, next up, 105 Eastern first pitch, the Boston Red Sox at the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Tanner Houck goes for Boston. Baltimore will send Tyler Wells to the mound. Uh, no lines on this one. Why not? Does anyone know? I had this, these two pitches down yesterday. I handicapped this. and Why do we think? Do we not know? I have no idea. D-Rock. I, I, th- you, I think I see, I think I see lines, so I, I don't really understand what you're saying. To be honest, this is twice this week. He's absolutely sold me off in the knees. He's done it again. He did it on Sunday night as well. Noah, um, give what's your lines, D Rock? Then hit me. Uh, so I see lines on FanDuel. Uh, we're talking about Baltimore and Boston, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, uh, Orioles minus one eighteen, uh, plus one hundred for the Red Sox. Over under is at eight and a half, minus one and a half for. It's weird. It's minus one and a half for the Red Sox at plus one sixty eight, plus one and a half, minus two oh five for the Orioles. Uh, for me, I made the Orioles a minus one forty favorite, mm-hmm. minus one and a half, plus one forty five, and I made my total uh, nine. So I like the Orioles here. You get them at a minus one eighteen, like I just said. Uh, I think they're the better team right now. They're on fire, winning nine of their last ten. Tyler Wells, he's much better than Tanner Hulk. Orioles nine and two as a favorite straight up while the Red Sox, they're not the best road team. I also lean over eight and a half. Like I said, I made my total nine every game between these two clubs have been a shootout. So two really good lineups and not the best pitching. So lean over and I lean with the home team Orioles. Yeah. I like the over. That was going to be my pick. Um, Just quickly on, on Chris Sale last night, he, he had a pretty amazing game. I think he, he gave up, a hit to all nine Baltimore Orioles by the fifth inning, which was some sort of record. Um, well, trivia question. Um, 42 swings last night uh, Baltimore took off Chris Sale. How many misses? Zero. I, I think I heard about this. He didn't two. have a strikeout. He didn't have a strikeout, no. But he managed to get two swings and misses. Um, and I mean, that's, not, that's Chris Sale's game, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, 
interesting to see what happens. Baltimore going along really nicely as well. They've won seven in a row uh, before tonight's game. I do like Tanner Houck, though. Uh, Dylan's a bit uh, lower on him. Similar performances. In the, we mentioned this on last night's show. They've had three mad wins when Houck's pitched. 11-5, 14-5 and 9-5. Um, Wells too good, too not so good. No real pattern on him. I just like the trends. Boston's an over team. Um, and both of these pitches could go for a few each. So, yeah, over eight and a half for me. Uh, Noah? Yeah, I'm writing the trends as well. But <clears throat> uh, So I'm not going to repeat everything that you guys said, but we don't have the result from Tuesday's game to see how if this game did go over as well. Because I want to I see if that translates from Boston to Camden because, you know, Boston, one of the better hitters parks and Camden, they moved back to the left field defense. It's now become more of a pitcher-friendly park. We'll see if the overs carry over to Baltimore, their home park. But, yeah, I'd be on the over here, too. 107 Eastern first pitch, the Chicago White Sox at the Toronto Blue Jays. Michael Kopech for the White Sox. You see Kikuchi, left-handed pitcher for the Blue Jays. Um, plus 145 on the Sox, minus 188 on Kikuchi. Total is set at nine and a half. Um, throw this across to D-Rock. What you got? Yeah, man. I'm on my fourth day of fading the White Sox. 3-0. Yay, so. baby. We're just continuing to cash. I'm going to continue to fade them. I don't know who's back in the White Sox at this point. They've lost eight of their last 10, five straight. And on the other hand, the Blue Jays are going the other way, six and four in their last 10. And you say Kikuchi, I faded him last start. I'm not going to do it again. He's pitching really well this season. Besides that one start against the Angels, he's been lights out, especially against good lineups, the Rays, the Yankees. And I, on the other hand, I just can't trust Michael Kopech's on the road. I think the Blue Jays are, are going to rock him. Look for a walk prop as well for Kopech. He has three or more walks in every one of his start. So uh, I like the walk prop for Kopech and Blue Jays' run line here for me. Uh, Noah, you heart Michael Kopech. So what are you saying about that? Yeah. Um, the statement was, I don't know who's backing the White Sox right now. I'm not back in Toronto with Kuchi on the mound at minus 180. No way in hell. I'm going to go with my boy Kopech. And if you look under the hood, it really like has not gone well for Kopech so far this year. The Toronto lineup is hot. I favor the over in the matchup. Yeah, the over was my play as well, for, for the reasons you both given out. But two dodgy pitches, really. Um, the fade and white Sox thing has gone to four and eight. Now, four wins and eight losses. So we'd be well and truly in profit. Um, the Blue Jays also, just a little a bullpen note here, called up Nate Pearson, um, who was the talking horse for the last couple of years. Yeah, I didn't quite. I he lost a couple of miles per hour, but still, he's a flame. Oh, I don't know. I thought he was still up like around 100. Um, but he's going to go into the pen. Um, so we'll just see. He, he didn't quite happen for him as a starter. So we get a, we get a new start, um, a, a second life really for Pearson. So we'll have to just. Uh, See how that goes for him. I, I still one, think he's at 100, but he was like 102, 103. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting to see how we get to. Um, let me tell you about what a great sentence this is to say in my accent. The Shady Rays Parley of the Day contest. Uh, we're running a special Parley of the Day contest for people who've bought their shades from ShadyRays.com using the promo code SGPN each day. Of the NFL Draft, the Sports Gambling Podcast will release a Shady Rays parlay of the day. If the parlay hits, the cash will be awarded to one lucky listener. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady to start getting shady. Uh, shady Rays, remember, got you covered 
um, with the best um, customizable and polarized shades. Replace any broken ones, no questions asked, even on day one, exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays has given out the best deal of the year. Go to shadyrays.com, use the code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Uh, 110 Eastern first pitch, the Colorado Rockies at the Cleveland Guardians. This was pitching mayhem. Colorado have no idea if Davis going to the mound. Um, myself, Noah, and Dylan had three different pitchers going for Cleveland. <laughs> I had Zach Plezak. Um, Noah had someone I'm pretty sure he made up, and Dylan had Xavier Curry. Um, we think it might be Xavier Curry. Um, but yeah, no odds, no tools. Noah, what have you got to tell us? Yeah, I'm going to take the opportunity to tell you guys about Tanner Bybee, who's the guy that I had uh, starting this game. He was scratched from his start on Tuesday in AAA Columbus, and many are speculating that he could get the start here for the Guardians on Wednesday. Bybee came out of the baseball powerhouse Cal State Fullerton. He was drafted in 2021, fast-track through the minors, pitching to a 217 ERA throughout 2022 at the high A and double A stages. Then, so far this year in AAA, he got off to a 2-0 start with a 176 ERA, 19 strikeouts, 8 walks, and in 15.1 innings. So, against the Rockies, if Bybee pitches, this is a guy that you do not want to fade in his MLB debut at home, like I said, against the Rockies. That's a favorable offense for your MLB debut. I mean, I haven't got much to add on this, really, with um, Zach, please, Zach, what happened to him then? Did they send him down? You said they sent him down or DFA'd him, do we know? I don't, I don't know what happened here because he is projected. I think they moved him back maybe a couple of days because okay, he is projected maybe. on Thursday. No. Um, Davis has been great. Um, I fancied Colorado a couple of times this week and they won, they won a game too early and I've actually tipped them up in tonight's game, so I feel like I've missed the boat there. Um, in Cleveland, he's just still a little bit meek and mild, really, with the backs that were shut out last night. Um so I'd, I'd give Colorado and Davis a chance um, on the lines. Uh, D-Rock, do, did you have any lines for this at all? Yeah, so I got Noah Davis going for the Rockies, and I have Xavier Curry going for the Guardians. I made the Guardians a minus 195 favorite, plus 195 on the other side for the Rockies. I made my total nine. So I like the over. I feel like if we could get an eight, eight and a half, I would shoot over here. Uh, like I said, bullpen game for the Guardians. Don't want to back either side here. Uh, I like to fade the Rockies on the road. Guardians are just, they're not really playing good baseball right now. Four and six in the last 10. They're three and seven at home this season. But uh, yeah, I'll lean over. Like I said, I made my total nine. I think the Guardians, I think they could score a few runs off Davis. Uh, Rockies, they've lost both of his starts, even though he has pitched two good games. Uh, walks are down, strikeouts five in each of his starts. So I don't know. I, I think the Guardians are just a tad better here. So at the home team, uh, I'll side with them and the over. Dylan, do you have a favorite Curry? No, I don't. Fuck you know, honestly, you're a, Dylan. You're a constant letdown. Uh, can we <laughs> just point that out? Constant letdown. Uh, one ten Eastern first pitch is the New York Yankees at the Minnesota Twins. Domingo Herman will go for New York, and Kenta Maeda. Goes for Minnesota, plus 105 for the Yankees, minus 125 for Minnesota. Total is set at eight and a half. Uh, Herman is one and two on the season, 450 ERA. Pitched well at home against the Twins on the 15th of April. Um, 
It's one road start so far. He walked five batters, so we'll have to see how that shakes out the way uh, from Yankee Stadium. Kenta Maeda is just very average, really. His profile never um, wavers far from the from the mean, but it's not very encouraging either. He's only pitched 13 innings as well through three short starts. They both look vulnerable to me. There, was, there wasn't many runs in this in this game last night. New York only scored one. I think their bats might liven up a little bit. Um, both look vulnerable. Over eight and a half was my play, Dylan. Yeah, this is another team where, you know, I'm getting to my wits end, we could say, with them. The Yankees, you know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, I always back them for the show. And like nine out of ten times, they always lose for me. So with that being said, I'll take another swing with them. Yankees plus 110, I think is great value, in my opinion, against a guy like Kenta Maeda where – Twins have lost every single start he's made. He's been worse at home than on the road. I don't trust him at all. And I think getting value at plus 110, where I only made the Twins a minus 104 favorite. So plus 110, I think it's great value here for the Yankees. So one more time, give me the Yankees. One more time, Dylan's Yankees. Uh, Noah? Yeah, where's Captain Insano when you need him? Because this is a Yankees show. I'm signing with the Yankees. Domingo Herman, the last time he faced Twins, there was – controversy flying around throughout the start. It was the start that he had uh, the sticky fingers. The umpire told him to go wash it off. Um, Then he got into an argument with them when Herman came out of the dugout the next time. Herman pitched 6.1, only gave up three hits. He had 11 strikeouts. Both both these teams are league average uh, against right-handed pitching. Yankees 16th, Minnesota 17th um, in OPS. So um, both of them... I, I think I think I gotta favor the Yankees in this game with Herman on the mound. Okay. 140 Eastern first pitch, the Detroit Tigers at the Milwaukee Brewers. Michael Lorenzen for Detroit and Freddie Peralta goes for Milwaukee. Plus one sixty-five on the Tigers, minus two twenty on the Brewers. Total set at eight and a half. Uh Dylan, we faded Lorenzen last week, backed Peralta. Um watch the situation tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it again. Another run line play for me. Going to fade Mike Lorenza, uh, Mike Lorenza in this spot. Uh, I know he had a much better start against the Orioles in his last one, but I just think this is a better spot for Freddie Peralta after back-to-back and the mediocre starts for him. I think against the Tigers, he can have Sess, who they're only hitting 210 off of righties this season. Tigers won the first game of the series yesterday, but I think this is a spot where the Brewers could get right here, get a big win, so... Plus, uh, I got plus 105. It's down to minus 105 right now. I still like it. I needed at least a minus 115 to take the brew crew here on the run line. So that's going to be the play for me. Well, I mean, I didn't see any odds on this. I projected I would take Milwaukee on the run line down to minus 130, Dylan. So you've made my day there. Um, there I'll go. take those extra 25 points. So, yeah, that would be my pick as well. I don't mind Lorenzin. I, we just need to see a little bit more from him. The eight and a half, I think, looks quite high as well because yeah. Mil, um, the Brewers would have to do this all by themselves, I think. I don't think Detroit are going to contribute much. So the eight and a half looks high, uh, but I'd stick with Milwaukee on the run line. Um, Noah, any hope for your Tigers? Uh, the hope is that it's another low-scoring game like yesterday and they can have a chance to squeak it out. I favor the under, uh, like Malcolm just said. I think Lorenzen had a great start against the Orioles last time. He uh, looks okay. Like Malcolm favored him big time at the 
uh, season ago, and he just got hurt, and we didn't see him for the back half of the year. Uh, this year he's came back, and, I mean, for the Tigers, he looks like one of our better starters. So I would I would say the under is a good look here, and especially with the Tigers' bullpen last – I think I saw a stat. It was the last 27 innings they've pitched, uh, the ERA is 0.68. So the bullpen is really – uh, corrected itself, and I favor. I like the under here. Okay, uh, TVDBG likes um, Freddie Peralta at home too. Three forty Eastern first pitch. The Kansas City Royals at the Arizona Diamondbacks. No, officially TBD for Kansas City. I've got Ryan Yarbrough going. Um, I got. Yeah, as, uh, Zach Gallen will go for Arizona. No lines on this one uh, as a result, but Noah. Um, what can you tell us about this? Yeah, I'm I'm the easy target for Malcolm to assign a TBA pitcher because we have the hopes that an exciting young pitcher is gonna, uh, you know, step up and take the mound for the day. But you know, with the Royals, it's Ryan Yarbrough who's projected to go here, and he's batting practice. Zach Gallon on the other side <laughs> for the Diamondbacks. This is an easy run line handicap here. Uh, not much time with no odds, but yeah, I like the minus one and a half with Arizona. I quite liked Ryan Yarbrough two years ago. He was great when he was like the piggyback starter for Tampa Bay. He was great in fantasy because you could um, you could start him without using up a start in a league where you had those limits because he would he would follow an opener. Um, so I watched him quite a lot then. But you're right, he has dropped off a little bit. He hasn't been as bad this year, but you just get the feeling he's going to blow up at any point. Um, and it could quite easily be tomorrow. This is a great spot for Arizona. Um, not going to win any prizes, but it is a D-backs run line. Uh, Dylan, team right? Uh, real quick, they do have lines up at DK right now, if you want me to say them. Uh, yeah, Ari- hit me. Arizona yeah. minus 265 on the money line, Oof. plus two, <laughs> plus 225 on the other side. Eight and a half is the total, minus 120 towards the over. Minus one and a half for the D-backs, minus 130, plus one and a half is at plus 110. Don't know if I want to lay minus 130, even though I do agree no. with you guys. But uh, this one is a stinker of a game, to be honest. Nothing I'm actually going to bet here, uh, but I'm going to go under 8.5. I made my total 8.3. Uh, I just can't back the D-backs at this crazy price right now, and the Royals are on, on my do-not-bet list. So only play I kind of like is the under, and you can get plus money out there. So shop around. It's at even money. So Zach Gallen, Jersey boy, he's been lights out after letting up four runs in his first start. He's put up three zeros in a row. Control is good. He doesn't walk batters. Maybe look towards a K-prop from Gallen. He's had 11-7 and 11 in his last three starts. But, uh, yeah, I think he shuts down the Royals. So maybe Royals team total under or full game under. That's the only way I really would look in this game. So uh, maybe a 4-1 D-back, 5-0 type game. But, yeah, that's how I'm playing it. Yeah, Trevor saying that uh, D-backs um, batter props is a potential way of going as well. Yeah, Sometimes you have to get a little bit creative uh, when the odds are as bad as, as Lane's um, suggesting that they are here on this one. Um, I've got no odds on this game either, but I've got two pitches. So, Dylan, I might ask you to throw out these odds if you can find them. It's a 635 Eastern first pitch. It's the LA Dodgers at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Tony Gonsolin uh, for the Dodgers and Ruanzi Contreras for Pittsburgh. Uh, Do you have lines, D-Rock? Yes, sir. Dodgers minus 130 favorite. 
plus 120 for the Buccos. Over under is at eight and a half. Minus one and a half for the Dodgers, plus 135. Plus one and a half for the Buccos, minus 138. And for the total, eight and a half, it's uh, even money for the over, minus 105 towards the under. Yeah, so this is a, a first sighting of Tony Gonsolin this season, um, having recovered from a left ankle injury. Had that remarkable record last year, finished 16-1 and one with a 2.14 ERA. And the Dodgers have said he's not going to go any deeper than four innings, uh, so that's something to bear in mind. Um, I mean, everything he did last year was a career best, so the question is, can he replicate it? And we do not know um, at this point in time. Rodney Contreras, we like him. Uh, he's had three good starts, uh, and one bad. So I'm happy to take the three good as kind of the, the line. He hasn't given up a homer yet. Um, Max Muncy is day-to-day at the minute. I think if, if Contreras can he's keep the ball the, in... He's on the he's what, sorry? list. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, Actually, this, if is, he gets, this is quite funny. It's, there's four Dodgers that have gone on the paternity list in the last week, Malcolm. So yeah. last year... So what do we think happened there? Last year, All-Star break. Ah. All-Star ah. break. You got to love it. Everybody was shagging. That's what was going on. Um, so if they can keep the ball inside the park, um, Contreras, which he has done, then I think Pittsburgh are very lively. I mean, Pittsburgh are um, the, the, the greatest story of the season so far. And I'd give them a chance again here. Uh, plus 120. Pittsburgh on the money line for me, please. Uh, Noah, tell us about the Pirates. Yeah, you're going to give me the team uh, that swept the Dodgers at home last year at plus money when the Dodgers currently had the greatest start with their bullpen. It's the sixth worst bullpen in the MLB right now with a 505 ERA. Yeah, give me the Bucks. Dylan? Ooh, I got to go on the other side. Contrarian play. Uh, I'm going to take the Dodgers here, minus 130. I made him a minus 170 favorite. You know, I know he, these are all last year's numbers, but he was undefeated on the road, uh, 1-0 against the Pirates. But Noah's right. This is a different team uh, this year for the Buccos. 8-2 in their last 10. They've won seven in a row. They swept them. The Dodgers, but they are starting to find their rhythm a little with their bats. They are scoring a little more runs. I know made a good point about the bullpen. I don't trust their bullpen a lot, but uh, Pirates, they're playing a lot of close games, winning by one or two. So I'll take a shot with the Dodgers here to break the streak. Let me go on the other side. I'll take Dodgers. When Dylan said okay. contrarian play, I thought he was going to back Contreras. <laughs> it's contrarian. Minus 130 favorites, Dylan's uh, contrarian play. Um, brought to you by <laughs> Underdog Fantasy, the NBA and NHL playoffs are here. And what better way to get down on some player prop parlays than over at Underdog Fantasy. Besides daily NHL, NBA and MLB games, they've also already got NFL best ball drafts with a guaranteed half million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. And as part of SGPN's Draft Week, SGPN is holding a free NFL Draft Props contest exclusively for members of our Discord. It's completely free to join. The winner gets $250 in cash and a $50 SGPN gift card. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Go to the NFL channel for the sign-up link. 
Next up is, I need to keep my eye on the mitts in the top corner. What time's that? 7.10. Uh, not quite yet. 6.40 Eastern, first pitch. The Houston Astros at the Tampa Bay Rays. More TVD pitches here. Hunter Brown, um, definitely for the Houston Astros. Um, and what's old fucker's first name? Cody. Corey. What's his? Colby. Calvin. Calvin. Calvin Foucher, fucker. Um, what do I can't remember what we termed him last week. Um, we think he's going for the Tampa Bay Rays. I have got no lines, but Dylan probably has. And Dylan's also got the handicap. So what have you got, mate? Yeah, so DK has uh, lines minus 115 for the Houston Astros, minus 105 for the Tampa Bay Rays. Over under is at eight, minus 110 both ways. Minus one and a half for the Astros, plus 150, plus one and a half, minus 175 for the Rays. I'm going to go over here. Uh, I like a total. I'm going to go over here. I made my total 8.7. Hunter Brown going for the Astros. Calvin Fucker for the Rays. Uh I don't trust either guy, to be honest. You know, Hunter Brown, he gives up a lot of hard contact. He walks a lot of batters. In all the games he starts, the game has gone over the number. And with Calvin, you know, he's just a guy where he's only going to give you one to two innings to start the game. But he also gives up one to three runs in those two innings. He gives up a lot of deep balls as well. So I trust the Rays bullpen. They have a top five bullpen in the league. They also have a top five lineup as well. Both clubs, they've been over teams this season. 15-7 and seven toward the over for the Astros. 13-7-3 and three toward the over for the Rays. Both lineups can contribute to this over. So over eight is the play for me. Okay. Uh, Noah? So <clears throat> I like the under um, in this game. I think that <laughs> you got the Tampa Bay Rays bullpen ranking third in the MLB in 279 ERA. Houston seventh in the MLB with a 315. Hunter Brown actually is above average in limiting hard contact, uh, average exit velocity in the 60 percentile, hard hit percentage 58th percentile. This is a guy that I favored to win the AL Rookie of the Year. He's been going great, and honestly, a lot of the rookies have been quite underwhelming so far this year. Um, and I I like that raised bullpen and the Houston Astros lineup without Jordan Alvarez. It kind of looks bare bones. It kind of looks like the Yankees lineup last August um, without Jordan, without uh, Altuve. So I like the under in this one. Um, I give Houston a chance here. Um, the it, yeah, bullpen days uh, so far this season, they've won one and lost one, have Tampa. Uh, Hunter Brown should go okay. Um, Alvarez has travelled back home Um to got a neck injury, I think. Yeah, um, they sent him back to Houston to get looked at. Yeah, um, but I think Houston um, can take one of these games off the race, and I think this is the one. Um, just like I say, the, the, the pushing the look a little bit with the bullpen day. So, yeah, I think Houston. Bregman's going a little bit better. Um, I still quite like Jeremy Pena. He's been uh, swinging, a, swinging a decent bat. So, yeah, I'll take Houston here um, at a price of minus 115. Next up is... 6.40 Eastern first pitch. The Seattle Mariners at the Philadelphia Phillies. Logan Gilbert is now going for the Mariners. He's been pushed back a day or swapped with Marco Gonzalez for some reason. Uh, Taiwan Walker goes for the Phillies. Um, both minus 110, although that might have been with Gonzalez on the mound. Uh, so, yeah, no change of picture here. How do you see the Mariners at the Phillies? 
Yeah, so if they're both minus 110, that's definitely uh, listed as Logan Gilbert would be starting, even though that's not the case. So I would definitely be getting down on the Phillies because I do favor them in this game. I'll start like this. Neither of the starters blow my skirt up, Malcolm. Uh, I I trust Taiwan Walker a little bit more than Marco Gonzalez. The Phillies have a 760 OPS against lefties. And this will be the best offense that that Gonzalez has faced so far this year. Um, He's faced the Guardians twice and the Brewers once. The Mariners only have a 698 OPS against right-handed pitching so far, and Walker is limiting hard contact. He's in the 85th percentile in average exit velocity, 72nd percentile in hard hit percentage against him. I'd be eyeing a Phillies team total here, mostly otherwise. uh, I mean, I'm not... Uh, jumping at the or chomping at the bit to back Walker on the money line uh, or run line. So I, I like the Phillies offense most in this matchup. So uh, Phillies team total here for me. Uh, D Rock, I haven't seen a, a total on this one. So what was the Rockford line on this? So the total is at eight right now at DK juice towards the over. I made my total 8.5. I kind of like the over uh, going off of what Noah said. I think the Phillies can score some runs here. Um, but when the lines opened up and they made the switching change about maybe about an hour ago before we went live, uh, you were able to get Mariners plus 110. I jumped all over that uh, as Mariners as dogged. Right now, I made the Phillies a minus 105 favorite, so it's kind of a pick em right now. I just I love Logan Gilbert. I think he's going to be a stud, uh, and I think he, and he's actually been better on the road than at home this season. And Marco this- Gonzalez is starting, though. No, he's, he's not Gilbert. No, it's Logan Gilbert. Gonzalez was. Gonzalez is starting tonight, boys. Yeah, that's my fault then. I handicapped Marco. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I was confused. I was like, wait, am I? Yeah, because they switched it about an hour ago. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We handicapped Gilbert last night. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's okay. Um. Well, anyway, it's a little biased on my side. I'm just not the biggest Taiwan Walker fan, to be honest. Even when he was on the Mets, he's very inconsistent for me. Walks a lot of batters. Uh, Phillies, they're winning some games right now. Uh, Noah mentioned it. Their bats are coming to life. But I just I trust Gilbert. I think he's going to be able to limit them a little bit. I do like the over, uh, like Noah said. But plus 110 I was able to get with the Mariners. I couldn't pass that up. Um, I quite like the under here. I like both pitches here. Uh, Dylan just talked talked to Sue Logan Gill, but I think there's a, a little resurgence uh, from Taiwan Walker. I always thought he got a bit of a bad press at the Mets, and I think he's going to go okay and has been going okay so far for Philly. So, yeah, total it's eight, um, and I'm happy to take it under. Both offences are scuffling along a little bit as well, so I think that will help us out here. Um, for seven for the ten, record, what, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna retract my Phillies team total. I would probably side with the Mariners here. I think they might end up as a bigger favorite come first pitch. Okay, fair enough. Uh, 7-10 Eastern, first pitch. The Washington Nationals at the New York Mets. Mackenzie Gore, left-handed pitcher for Washington. Kodai Senga with the ghost fork will go for the New York Mets. Plus 180 on Washington, minus 208 on the Mets. Total at 8.5. Dylan, we'll throw this to you. You are the Mets fan. Tell us about Kodai Senga. How much do you love him? Oh, I'm, I love him very much. Uh, I'm thinking about getting a jersey. I'm going to a game in a few weeks uh, behind home plate. I was hoping he he uh, he pitches that game. So I'm either going to get that or a Brandon Nimmo jersey. But, Have uh, you paid for fancy tickets, Dylan, or is, uh, is someone treating you? 
No, no, I paid. Uh, I'm five rows behind home place, the closest I've ever sat. So I'll be on TV. I'm going to hold up an MLB SGPN sign for everyone. Someone is doing all right for themselves. No worry. Must be, yeah, this is where all the budgets, all the show budgets going. It's being directed to Dilly. All the coffee. I'm telling you, you keep being mean. You won't get a a Yeti mug I was going to give you, too. So <laughs> better watch out. No, but seriously, uh, for this game, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to do a little player prop. Could I sing a K or walk prop? I'm not going to go a side or total in this one. I do lean Mets on the run line, but I wish I was getting more of a plus price. So I'm going to attack Kodai Senga, walks or K-prop. Senga has three or more walks in every start. Usually, like I said, walks are around one, one and a half. Hopefully it's not too juice, but I also like his K-prop if it's around five and a half. He's gone over that number in every start besides the last one against the Giants where he had three in the first inning and then he just went kind of cold. But uh, Nationals don't really strike out a lot, but they haven't seen the ghost fork yet. So once they see that, they won't know what to do with it. Uh, I I think this is a good spot for Senga and the Mets. Coming back home after that long trip the Mets had, I think Senga and the Mets will take care of the Nationals. Gore is another guy. He walks a lot of batters, so maybe look towards his walk prop, but that's kind of how I play this game. Um, well, I'm going wild here. I'm going to take Washington uh, a plus 180. Um, oh my God. Yep. Uh, I think Senga, is, he started really well and he's due a wobbly one. But it, it, starting pitching has been a minefield this year. There's barely anyone who's strung together two or three good starts. Uh, so I think it's about time Senga got turned over. And I like the Kenzie go. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give Washington one here. So plus one eighty uh, for the Nationals, please, Noah. I would go with the under here. I think both offenses, the Mets, their league average against left-handed pitching. Gore is one of the few starters that the Nationals have that I feel comfortable either backing or taking an under. The Nationals' offense is second to last against right-handed pitching OPS with a six oh five. Um, and when I saw Cody Kodai Senga. Early on in the season, the strikeout props are the move, but I think the ship has somewhat sailed. Last game against the Giants, uh, he faced uh, – so the Giants were the number one team in strikeout rate against right-handed pitching. Right now they're currently third with a 26.2. Um, he The line was set at 7.5. He only had four. Like Dylan mentioned, he struck out three in the first inning. Now he's facing the, the Washington Nationals team that is the fifth best in strikeout rate – only striking out 19.7% of the time against right-handed pitching. The ghost fork is nasty, but I don't think the line's going to be set at five and a half. Last time it was set at seven and a half. I think this one starts at six and a half or seven. And I just think that's too high for me to get down on. I should okay. say also, it's going to be a really rainy day. So I do like the under, I set mine at 8.2. It's going to be windy and rainy here in the Northeast. Love that. Yeah, keep it nice and tight. That's better for my. It's like my uh, Newcastle pick. weather around here. <laughs> it's been sunny today, remarkably. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, the sun has had its hat on today. Very rare. Um, seven twenty. The sun. Seven twenty. Yeah, do you not heard that song? The sun no. has got his hat on. That's <laughs> a Newcastle <laughs> song. The sun <laughs> has got his hat on. Uh, Google it. It's a good it's a classic. Um, 7.20 Eastern versus pitch the Miami Marlins at the Atlanta Braves. Sandy Alcantara for Miami and Bryce Elder goes for Atlanta. Um, plus 130 on the fish, minus 150 on the Braves. Total is set at eight. 
Sandy Alcantara, one and two record, five forty-seven ERA. He's still not great. Um, Arizona last time was again below average. In his four starts so far, um, Miami have scored seven runs in those four games. So it's always going to be tricky for Alcantara to pick up a win at all, um, or Miami for that matter, unless you're putting up a few more. A few more runs. Bryce Elder has a two and all record with a one fourteen ERA. His pitched twenty three and two thirds has only given up three earned runs in that time. You have to trust it. Um, his walks and strikeouts are consistent. Um, as Noah would say, if you look beneath the hood, there's nothing to alarm you in there. Um, this is um, your classic unit and a half play. Atlanta on the money line at minus one fifty. Noah, please. I actually am going to go with Miami here, just taking a shot with them. Atlanta, uh, so far this year, they've been pretty average against right-handed pitching, only a 737 OPS, 100 WRC+. So that's literally the definition of league average. I think that Sandy Alcantara has favorable numbers against the Braves in the NL East, and I'm going to go with the Marlins here, just taking a shot with them. Okay, D-Rock. Yeah, I grabbed the Braves a little earlier in the day, minus 125. Uh, I made them a minus 150. I see minus 140s, minus 142s out there. So money's definitely come in on the Braves, and I think for good reason. Uh, like you mentioned, Mal, Sandy Alcantara has not looked like himself this season. Three rally, really bad starts, I think, especially the one on the road against the Braves. I think this is another bad spot for him. Uh, Braves killed the fish in their first game. I, I think we see a similar type game. Uh, another unit and a half play here for the Braves. For what it's yeah. worth, this is a pretty good matchup for uh, some hitter props. We have a lot of PVB against Alcantara. Uh, Acuna is hitting 280 against the Sandy. He's got a home run against him as well. And then uh, Ozzy Albies hitting 250 if he's in the starting lineup. Um, and Marcel Azuna, he's been cold, so you can expect some plus money props. He's hitting 438 on Sandy. That's actually quite good. And Bryce Elder uh, has given up a 314 batting average to this current uh, Miami Marlins roster. John Birdie has the best batting average against him with a 286. So just something to keep in mind on those guys. Maybe a steal prop on Birdie if he's able to get on base and then advance because uh, anytime he's on, he's going to be running. Elder, not really a guy that I like to target. But, uh, yeah, Elder actually – there must have been another bag stolen on him in the last game. Uh, runners are eight for nine stealing against him, so that's good for 89%. Birdie steal might not be a bad idea. 740 Eastern first pitch, the San Diego Padres, the Chicago Cubs, Michael Wacker for the Padres, and Drew Smiley, lefty, uh, coming off that um, unfortunate botched perfect game attempt on his last start. Um, the Padres are minus 115. The Cubs are minus 105. We have no total uh, as per usual at the Cubs. Um, Dylan, um, Padres at the Cubs. Yeah, DK, you could get an, a nine and a half. And I took that under. I made my total 7.5. So very big difference here. Going to trust my numbers. I've loved what I've seen from Drew Smiley this season. Besides his first start against the Rays, 
the Reds, excuse me, he's been fantastic going deep in the games, very few runs, not a lot of walks. And on the other side, I'm just expecting a bounce back spot for Michael Waka. He's shown us that he can pitch well on the road against the Braves. They won that matchup 4-1. It went under the total. Cubs struggling a little with the bats here. Got winds blowing in at Wrigley as well. So I just think the total's a little too high here. Uh, I'm expecting a bounce back spot here from Waka. I love what I've seen from Juice Smiley. I'm going to go under nine and a half. Um, I've written down the exact opposite here about Michael Wacker, Dylan. I've wow. thought this was a, real, a really hard place to bounce back. He's had two shockers on the road and going into Wrigley Field just isn't an easy... It's a, it's one of the more unusual environments um, to, to try and put it together. Um, the Cubs have the fourth best S, uh, start and pitching ERA in the majors at the moment, uh, which is a, a surprising... Number you wouldn't expected that from this lineup, and a large part of that was was Smiley's uh, excellent outing last time out. I'm going to say them again. Um, I've been out on them, and I need to start showing a little bit of faith in the Cubs. Uh, minus one hundred five. Uh, P Wizzy's been going, but really pleased to see Cody Bellinger uh, getting getting back amongst the runs and looking like the player he was a couple of years ago. So yeah, I think the Cubs are a great price here. Minus one hundred five. No. Yeah, good news, Malcolm. I can see plus 100 right now at DraftKings. So oh, nice. uh, you can get that as a small dog. Um, and then <laughs> Eric Hosmer, he's hitting 273 off of Michael Waka uh, with a home run. So there, you're going to get you're gonna get some good juice on that one. Uh, he has not had the greatest start of the year. And Ian Happ, three bombs hitting 364 off of Michael Waka. I'm all over the Cubs. I like them on the money line here. And I would favor the under, too, like uh, – Dylan said. So, uh, 9.38 Eastern is the penultimate game of this late here. It's the Oakland Athletics and the LA Angels. Lewis Medina, a name we are not hugely familiar with, will go for Oakland. And left-handed pitcher Patrick Sandoval draws the start for the LA Angels. Um, no lines on this. Lewis Medina was a very recent addition uh, to this pitching, I'm going to use the word docket because Moon I've used it twice yesterday. Uh, so I'm going to crack on with with the uh, docket chat. Um, so Noah, tell us about if you can, uh, Lewis Medina. Last week, Oakland called up Mason Miller, and it was pretty exciting. This time, they're calling up Luis Medina, who was acquired from the Yankees in the Frankie Montas trade. But Medina has just been sputtering in the minors. Uh, he, he has a career ERA of 483 in seven years down there, and he has a 10.8 K per nine, so that's pretty positive um, for his career in the minors. But the issue is his control. He's having trouble uh, limiting his walks in nine starts against Oakland last year. Patrick Sandoval had an ERA of – or. Nine starts against Oakland in the past three years. Patrick Sandoval has an ERA of 184. I think we have to take Oakland's team total under, either in the full game or the first five. Okie dokie. Dylan, did you have much on this one? I just can't believe the Angels weren't able to cover the run line last night, but uh, let's try. Let's <laughs> try. That game was nuts. Oh my God, that game was nuts. No, I, I went to sleep and they were down all those runs. Uh, Ward hit the home run and I went to sleep and then I wake up and it was like they took the lead and then they lost it again. It was just madness, like uh, Malcolm would say. But uh, let's try it again. Angels <laughs> run line. Uh, Patrick Sandoval, I think he's much better than the guy who went yesterday, Suarez, who. 
you know, I think he should have been dominant against it. If you're not dominant against the A's, just give up. I feel like, uh, and and look and look at uh, Patrick Sandoval in his first start against the A's. He he cooked them. To be honest, he had a little hiccup on the road against the Yankees, but you know, I just think this is a good start for him to get get back in rhythm, get back in the win column. There's no reason the Angels should be even playing a close game with the A's when they have the two best players in the world. It's very frustrating for me. So Angels run line one more time. It is frustrating. I'm beginning to get annoyed with the Angels. And uh, I'm a very placid man, but they're getting on my tit end at the moment. Seduced. Seduced by Angels. Yeah, that's me and Moonaf's album out in the shops. Um, Power balance. No, you're not having that. Um, I said, ooh. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll bring it out for Valentine's Day next year um, with a little bit of sword vitality strapped to the back for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, I've got nothing except to pick the LA Angels on the run line here, but there's just uh, there's no other way you can dress this game up, really. You're not going to yeah, win any run. prizes with that one. Not going to win any prizes for originality, Dylan Attle. Um, I'm going to win loads of prizes for this next one, though. Um, 9.45 Eastern first pitch. The St. Louis Cardinals, the San Francisco Giants, Stephen Matz, left-handed pitcher uh, for the Cards, and Tony Disco um, will go for the San Francisco Giants. Stephen, oh, we've got odds as well. Uh, minus 120 on the Cards, plus 100, a little home puppy, the Giants. That can't. Why, I mean, why is Stephen Matz minus 120 to beat anybody? Is that accurate? That's nuts. Are um, you reading six, my notes? Because that's literally what I wrote down. Oh, really? How, how is he favorite <laughs> against anybody, even the athletes? Yeah. I had this written down, and I kind of. It, 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 the gravity of the situation has just dawned on me. Um, that Stephen Matz with his 655 ERA in his 0 3 record. Um, the books are wanting you to take minus 120 about him. Um, yeah, he won't be around much longer if he keeps pitching like this either. Four losses for the cards. Um, he's walking far too many batters. And um, to use Noah's analogy from earlier on, it's batting practice. Um, Anthony Descafani gave up four earned against the Mets last time. But that was his, his first two walks of the season and a homer. Uh, cost him. I think he was a little bit unlucky. Uh, the Giants, they shut out the Mets last night, I believe. I think the Giants are very, very live here in this situation. I like Desclafani, um, regardless of the opposition. And when the opposition is Stephen Matz, um, I'll take the Giants here at plus 100, Noah. You guys know I'm going here. So this is definitely the Courtney Love game of the slate. Um, <laughs> the Giants have the second worst OPS against left-handed pitching, a 597. Um, and Steven Matz is not good, but this Cardinals lineup is much better at the plate than the Giants. Uh, they are 11th in the MLB with a 739 OPS against right-handed pitching. For me, it comes down to this Glafani. Uh When you look under the hood, he's not limiting hard contact this year. Um, uh, average exit velocity, 90 miles an hour. That's 27th in the MLB, 27th percentile, 10th uh, percentile in a hard hit percentage against him. Uh, expected batting average is way higher than what it has been so far this year. Uh 
he has an expected ERA of 412. It just it doesn't look good. And then when you're going up against the Cardinals, which is going to be the best lineup he's faced so far this year, um, he's faced the Tigers, the Royals, the White Sox, and the Mets. The Mets, he did go five innings, gave up four runs, but that was his last start, and it was the best offense he had faced up till then. I think the Cardinals are slightly better than the Mets um, lineup-wise. I think I, I have to go with the Cardinals. I don't know why they're minus 120, like you guys mentioned, but I think that's the play. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's it's the Cardinals for Noah. Dylan, what are you telling us? Jesus. In what world are the bookmakers <laughs> making Stephen Matz a favorite? It's Courtney Love. She is in the building. She's at Oracle Park. Wind's blowing out 10 miles an hour. There's going to be some hard-hit balls. Yeah, I'll, ha- I'll, I'll happily take the home puppy in this one. The Cardinals have lost every start this guy's made. He's awful. He's getting rocked by everyone. Send him back to fucking Stony Brook, Long Island. This kid is atrocious. Giants are actually playing decent ball right now, and the Cardinals aren't. Yeah, they, they might be hitting, but they're not translating to wins right now. I think the Giants are in a little bit of a run. They're home. Anthony Discofani is much better than Steven Matz. He's just a complete auto fade right now, so... As long as they keep trying them out there, I will continue to fade the Cardinals. Well, TV, TV. DJ knows it. He, he's yeah. from the college experience group. He knows this this kind of stink. <laughs> he's leaning into the stink with Noah. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, 15 games handicapped, locks and dogs to come. Um, now, obviously, last night was boarded on... A fiasco. Um, so, are you? Is this fact that you're forcing me into making my picks first now? Yep, you have to. Moon off's rule. Moon off's rule. This is honestly the sooner SGPN get a human resources department, the better. Because I've got a list of complaints <laughs> as long as my arm uh, about you people. Okay, well, I've never been as confident as I am right now. So, listen to this. My lock is the Atlanta Braves on the money line. Minus 150. Um, perfectly reasonable, like Bricell there. Um, don't mind Alcantara, but he has been vulnerable. And if Atlanta score three runs, they'll win this game. They might win it if they score two. Um, so, yeah, Atlanta are a great price at minus 150. And for my dog, um, I'm going to take Washington uh, to turn oh. over the Mets and Senge. Um Big fan of McKenzie. Go, he can get it done. Kodai Zenge is due a wobble. And it comes tomorrow night. So give me the Nationals at plus 180. Dylan, what was that noise for? Oh, my God. No, carry on. It's I'm just disgusted. I've finished now. It's disgusting. That's nothing else to add? Uh, I'm going to double. Is it my turn? Yeah. It is your turn, I, yeah? I'll double lock it. I'll take the Braves as well. That is my lock. Oh, oh I go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the what? phone. I'm Isn't not this allowed? what happened last night? It was not well, though. It was. We it's not a triple. No one's not going to do it. Oh, yeah, it's one rule if I wanted it. Come on. Uh, I'm going to take the Braves. Everything that uh, Malcolm said, he made great points. Elder, I'm going to fade Sandy Alcantara. I think the Braves are just a much better team. And had a couple dogs. I was going to take the Mariners. I could even get the Giants at plus money. Um, but since you disrespected my Mets, I'll take the Mets on the run line, uh, minus one and a half. I think they kill uh, the Nationals, and I hope so, because I can't wait to rub it in your face. So give me the Mets on the run line as my dog. <laughs> okay. Uh, Noah? 
Hey, Courtney Love games are one and zero when I've locked them up. They scored. I forget which team it was, but whoever it was, they scored seven runs in the first two innings, and it was over. So we're going back to it. It's the Cardinals money line minus one twenty because it's disgusting. I think a lot of the public's going to be on the Giants in that game. And then for my dog, I'm going with the Pittsburgh Pirates plus one twenty money line. You can find that on FanDuel currently. Um, Roncy Contreras at home. The Pirates swept the Dodgers last year at home. Dodgers bullpen has not been good. 25th ERA in the MLB with a 506. Uh, I like the Pittsburgh Pirates mojo right now. I'm going to keep riding them. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Uh, I like that, Noah. Um, so, yeah, that's it then. Uh, well done, everyone. Uh, I am heading to London tomorrow. I've got hey. work. Yeah, London town. London calling. Um, heading down from... London uh, tomorrow pun time. Until... Sorry? London pun time. No, don't be ridiculous. London is on the River Thames, Dylan. <laughs> it's uh, Newcastle. I actually, took, I actually took a cruise on the, what do you call it, Times? Thames. Thames, Times, you know, same shit. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> just a cultural wasteland, isn't it, where you lot live? Absolutely. I saw, I saw Sherlock Holmes' little house right on the water. That's just New York, New Jersey area. Uh, oh, the, rest of, the rest of the USA is all right, I promise. You claiming more culture, Noah? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> can't. Uh, well, I've got a big casino on Thursday night anyway, so um, I With won't be here. Money. Good luck. Tomorrow and uh, Thursday, but Moon up and Noah and Dylan will be. So, any um, Anything happening, Noah? Um, so... College baseball show is going to be out a little bit earlier this week because we're dodging a lot of the NFL draft listening that we have going throughout the week. Um, Wednesday night is the NFL uh, mock draft for SGPN. So I'll be making the pick for the Lions, which is 18th overall. Um, And many other SGPN contributors are going to be joining in on that call to deliver a pick. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, check it out. If you guys are free, I think it starts around eight thirty Eastern. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, Dylan, you need to, um, update me on the ice hockey. Cause we talked about it yeah. on the other night. Yes. And- screw moon off, screw everyone in SGPN that <laughs> talked about the devils. I don't hear a word now. Everyone's all quiet. Ooh, so, shit. Yeah. It, it's funny. Everyone told me the devils are frauds. They're too young. This, that, and a third. <laughs> What what now? <laughs> I I honestly didn't watch game three or game four because game one and two weren't even that interesting. Yeah, the Rangers and we, and we, put, we put our we well. put our rookie goalie in. He shut everyone out. All the Ranger fans who paid a thousand dollars to go see them lose, <laughs> go cry. So it's that two two now. That yeah. series has been super. I guess. Uh, weird, and it's just NHL playoffs written all over it. The Rangers went to New Jersey and won both games, and then New Jersey returned the favor, went to New York and won both games. So it's two two. Every road team has won every game. <laughs> it's funny, Mal. Oh, my dad, I, I have, I'm superstitious. So he goes, "You you trying to go to the game five? I go, "No, I went and we lost. I went to my friend's house and watched both games and we won. So I come home last night. We're all we're all talking. We're we're chatting in the living room, and he he goes, "You trying to get season tickets next year?" <laughs> And I, I go, hey, I'm down if you're if you're willing to drop the bread on it, I'm down. So season tickets might be on the room. Oh, superstition on Sunday morning, getting ready to go out for the Spurs match. Our last home match, we'd beaten Manchester United at home, 
So like, I was shouting to the IT department. I was like, can you remember what pants I had on for the Tottenham game? Uh, for the Man United game. And she couldn't remember what pants I'd worn. So then I was in the WhatsApp group with all the lads who we all, we all go out to the pub together. It's like, can anyone remember what pants I was wearing? And like, I just wasn't prepared to get dressed and leave the house until I had the correct pants on. Um, got the correct pants on and we won 6-1. So you've got to stick with this shit, Dylan. Yeah, I agree. Uh, none of this happens by accident. Um, so thanks everyone who joined us in the chat. Um, we've had loads of people join in the last 30 seconds. People do like the last 30 seconds of this show. Um, probably the... Uh, the the best thirty seconds. So yeah, I'm oh, away for a couple of days, but the boys are back. You what, buried what? you buried the biggest news for Dylan's sports teams. I forgot about this one too. The Aaron Rodgers trade. He went to his Jets. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just throw this out there. Is he? Yeah, I was gonna use the word shite. Is he not? Is he not finished? Yeah, I think he is. I'm a Detroit Lions fan. We swept him last year. We picked him up four times in his final game as a Packer. Dylan, that's not going to end well. (laughs) Hey, the the Jets are a much better team than the Packers. They are. They're much better with Rodgers than without, too. We're Super Bowl contenders. End of the story. So, Ooh. I like the um, I like the green hats. I'll give you that, Dylan. Um, (laughs) Nice. It's not a hat. It's a helmet. Big shiny hats. I like the big shiny hats. Lovely and green. Right, yeah, I'm going to bed, man. I've got time to talk rubbish with you all then. Um, Joey D, I'm pleased you enjoyed that last 30 seconds. We've dragged it out for another 30 just for you. Um, good luck with all your bets, everybody. We appreciate you joining us. That was lots of fun. As always, um, I'll be back later in the week. The boys will be back tomorrow. Um, until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>